This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart! Now go, you heroes of Thra! Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Sydney, and thank you so very much uh, for listening today or for watching if you're uh, on YouTube with us. And today, I have a very special, very different guest I'm super excited about. Um, We have... The, depending on what circle of the internet you usually hang out at, you know her as Oopsie Daisy ASMR, um, otherwise known as Haley in the real world. So Haley, uh, very nice to have you on our show. I'm so excited. She's also a listener of our podcast as well. Yes. So um, how <laughs> are you, you today? Thank you for having me. I'm good. Thank you. I'm, I'm a bit nervous, but it's fine. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a lot like actually talking to Deet. Um, oh, <laughs> your your role play of Deet is you have her voice so accurately, but now that I'm speaking to you as you, yeah, uh, you you have a very similar tonal quality to Deet, and <laughs> so I'm I think a lot of listeners are gonna sort of picture me talking to Deet right now, and that's oh, kind of that's kind that of would be adorable. <laughs> yeah, very similar energy. Um, for any <laughs> listeners who don't know. Uh, Haley actually is an ASM artist. She runs uh, a, an awesome, highly immersive um, ASMR channel on YouTube where she has recently done a series of videos that are all inspired by this the seven Gelfling clans. And um, she has actually portrayed some of our beloved characters in her videos, as well as created some of her own. Um, so... A lot of our listeners, you know, might be familiar with uh, what ASMR is and some some might not be. So could you give like a little brief overview for any unfamiliar listeners, sort of what you do? What is your channel? What is the purpose of ASMR? Just sort of little, little summary of it, because I, as everyone knows, tend to get a little rambly and I'll uh, veer <laughs> off into nerd territory and talk for an hour about it. So how would, how would you describe it to anybody who's not sure? Um, I'd say, uh, for someone watching it the first time, it might be a bit weird. Um, I fall into the category of, um, making roleplay videos. So I would be talking to the viewer Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, making it very soft spoken or whispered, Mm -hmm. um, basically creating a scenario that's, um, somewhat intimate, but not like in a you know, not in a weird way. Not in an um, way. I mean, there are yeah. circles of the internet that go in that direction, but that's definitely yeah. not your vibe. Oh, no, definitely <laughs> not. I mean, like, I guess everything can can be turned into that. But um, yes. no, my stuff kind of focuses on um, 
mostly fantasy. I think I've only done maybe two videos that are outside of the fantasy realm. Yeah, a lot of um, fantasy, a lot of sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. And I basically make things that um, just try to help people fall asleep. Um, I know I started watching the videos because um, like I think seven or eight years ago, I was looking at videos to help me fall asleep because of anxiety and that kind of thing. And um, I found these role play videos and I was like, why is this person pretending to put makeup on me or whatever <laughs> it was? <laughs> and um, and yeah, I saw other people do it with like um, characters from like, I don't know, like Sailor Moon and random stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I should, like maybe I could do this. And then I decided, I should and then I did. That, how long ago was that? How long have you been doing it? Um, I started um well, I started posting videos in early 2018, but I became somewhat more regular early 2019. Okay. So two to three years. So yeah. you're a fairly newish ASMR channel, all things considered, yeah. um, compared to a lot of the the, the other OGs. names that I think of. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking I just because I sort of discovered you. Um, mm -hmm. in the middle of 2019 actually um, yeah. but you know and, and I had seen a lot of your more popular videos um, like the the sci-fi ones and things like yeah. that um, and because you were always suggested in mm -hmm. uh, thanks to the algorithm and oh. uh, one of our <laughs> that's nice <laughs> which yeah yeah it worked out really well <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people get into the, uh, the world of ASMR for very similar reasons to mm -hmm. what you described, like ne needing help falling asleep because of anxiety. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get what we call a squirrel brain where you can't, you can't turn your brain off. It's sort of running oh, all yeah. over the place and, um, you just need to focus. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are so many like sub genres within oh, the ASMR community and the, the different, cause it's not all role plays. It's not all yeah. based on the same thing, but so I found your channel specifically because I do really like those immersive, mm -hmm. um, take you to another world sort of experiences. I mean, yeah. I'm a dark crystal fan. That's, <laughs> kind of my entire brand is being taken away <laughs> to somewhere else and yeah um would you say that is the same sort of genre that you were a viewer of before you started making the content yourself is that the kind of content you also enjoy watching um yeah partially I mean I watch different kinds of videos for different reasons like there are some like just um sounds videos i guess which i would have on while i'm like drawing something yeah. um some videos i watch just for the plot of the story <laughs> so like if it's i don't know something like fantasy related um if it's in a specific world that i like watching um yeah it really depends like i do watch the regular like medical type videos because i just find them very relaxing because it kind of reminds me of like being in a real life situation like that yeah. because I know a lot of people get that when they go to the doctors or like a hairdresser's or hair or whatever makeup done things like that. yeah <laughs> yeah um I don't know I feel like it's always been uh, a wish of mine to have like a creative outlet but I didn't really know how to well I've always been drawing and stuff but I always wanted to make stuff that was very immersive but I didn't know what platform to pick or what to do. Well, <laughs> so that kind of, of leads yeah. into uh, what else I was going to ask about, which is, do you have any sort of, before you got into creating these types of videos, do you have a background in things like acting or art or um, filmmaking? Like what, what is your 
what was your path before you discovered <laughs> this one? And is it at all connected in any way? I mean, I never did any acting, sadly, because um, it was just not offered at school and any other acting classes are quite expensive. <laughs> yes, they are. But yeah, um, well, I was a, well, I still am a graphic designer. Um, so that's what I studied beforehand. I've always been drawing like all the time, uh, ever since I can remember. And um, as, as for filmmaking, I used to, when I was like 13, 14, um, my dad bought me like a small video camera and I would often film my friends and we would do stupid sketches and whatnot. And um, I, I would edit like, <laughs> Um, on Windows Movie Maker back then, oh, cool. I would I would edit these like fan videos of things like Kingdom Hearts and then ship certain characters uh. <laughs> and make like shipping videos. That's, that's and, awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's obviously nothing like professional, but it's it kind of right. But it's that way. Yeah. yeah, it shaped your interests and you know set the yeah. tone for the kinds of things you like to do. So you yeah. you would consider yourself more of a visual artist than. Um, so doing like drawing and um yeah like I, I never I never know what to call myself um <laughs> because I still like part-time do like logos for people and stuff but oh, nice. but I definitely prefer um doing stuff for YouTube and for Twitch and whatnot because it's yeah. it gives me more of a freedom to just make what's inside my head because sometimes I can't draw what I'm thinking of and then I would rather, you know, I also bought some. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. make it real, basically. Yeah. Um, so in in the case of your Dark Crystal videos, which mm -hmm. I have to say, I have always been a little bummed out that there isn't more um, Dark Crystal role play sort yeah. of fantasy content out there. Just, you know, whether it's ASMR or not, just because... Mm -hmm. It, it, the nature of it is so immersive yeah. and so fantastical mm -hmm. and, you know, grandiose and just like every single shot is alien. It's, it's somewhere else, yeah. somewhere that you totally get sucked into. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's definitely a franchise that is so well suited for what you do. Yeah. Um, and you discovered the, the series before the movie, right? How did yeah. your, how do, what was your dark crystal journey? Like, like you saw the show and was, you were just inspired to yeah. make videos. What happened? Um, basically I, I didn't even know that the dark crystal movie existed. Um, and weirdly, I didn't have a connection in my brain that was like, Oh, this looks like the labyrinth movie kind of, you know, <laughs> I didn't, yeah. my brain didn't click. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I found the series, um, I think, wait, what year is it now? It's 2021. I yeah. found the series like yeah, it uh, came just out over in half August a year ago. Oh, see, okay, that's, I found it a lot later then because, um, okay. <laughs> no, because I, I somehow thought that it was brand new when it aired, but obviously I hadn't like looked anything up beforehand. Well, but... listen, everything in 2019 still <laughs> feels brand new because it does. everything <laughs> after that is just kind of a blur and time stopped being a thing. So that's, that's fair. <laughs> and um, it is still being nominated for awards and still being talked about now. So oh it's, yeah, it's I saw that. Yeah. Relevant. So yeah. It's, it's not necessarily old news, really. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, that's, um, but that's really cool, actually, that you discovered it a little bit after it was new yeah. because uh, I had more lot... fun out to go through then. 
<laughs> because a lot in the fan community uh, kind of get discouraged sometimes that, you know, it had this oh. big momentum right at the beginning and then interest mm-hmm. kind of started dropping off. And, you know, there's a lot of um, conjecture about, you know, that's why they ended up not renewing it for a second mm-hmm. season because, you know, people weren't continuing to watch it. And, you know, none of these are things that are really supported by public numbers. It's all just kind of people theorizing about what must have happened. Yeah. And, but to hear that, you know, people were still finding it mm-hmm. um, even after it was brand new and it wasn't necessarily trending anymore, but it was still being discovered anyway. Yeah. And even what's even more cool is that you were a, literally a brand new fan to the Dark Crystal franchise because you weren't yeah. even familiar with the movie. But you said yeah. you were familiar with Labyrinth, which is oh yeah, pretty, pretty common. So you were a big <laughs> fan of Labyrinth already. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'd I'd watched those films um, like a few times when I was little, and then I feel like I mean, okay, like complete side note, but one of my favorite films is the Muppet Christmas Carol. <gasps> so that <Me> entire, <laughs> so that entire world always was kind of like, oh, I love that. That's so sweet and wholesome and whatnot. Yeah. And and I don't know why I never connected it to to the Dark Crystal. Like there was, I don't know. But um, when I found it on Netflix. Um, it was just, it was always something that I had on my watch later, like playlist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll get around to it because I feel like this is something I want to give my full attention to. Right. Yeah. And, and one day I was just like, okay, you're just going to like watch it. And as soon as the intro came on, I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, this is like, hello, this is, this is me as a, <laughs> this is, this is my expansion of my brain. And um, then I obviously saw like the list of actors and actresses on there and I was like, why didn't I know about this yeah (laughs) and um as soon as I saw Deet it was like I have to make a video on this (laughs) so it was Deet that inspired you first yeah I mean um basically like the first few shots where you see her and her wings like flap up and stuff Mm. and I was like oh my gosh she's so cute and um I don't know I loved her characteristics and just her voice and her like innocence I guess and just her whole character itself and then as soon as I got to the end of the first episode I was like what if I made a full like series of this and then that kind of was in the back of my mind and I thought well I don't know I I don't know yet and as soon as they cancelled the second season I was like okay that's it I'm I'm doing it I (laughs) am the second season (laughs) I am the second season (laughs) so um and then I started um I bought the book um uh songs of the seven Gelfling clans yes uh or song songs I don't know um yeah and um I bought the um I don't know what title that is but it's like a like a big making of book it's very purple looking yeah (laughs) yes the making of age of resistance book yeah Um, the the big coffee table one yes (laughs) yeah and it's behind I, my backdrop it's there oh nice <laughs> um and I also I don't know if that's here right now uh oh yes it is the oh my god the beastiary beastiary oh Yay. I I very recently <laughs> interviewed um Eaters Compete the the artist um <gasps> who did all the art for that for that book and oh, for uh lots of other amazing. things and oh uh, she's she's truly one of us uh that would be she, I just, I, I want to have her on again because we just nerd yeah. out about all things uh, fairy and fantasy, and yeah, uh, you can tell in her art that she really just 
ugh, she she brought it's, that world to life so it's beautiful it really yeah. is so um, you went out and just decided to get the books after because you love the series so much and you just were like yeah. what else is there so you got you, you yeah got the books. I haven't actually read all the comics yet I've read um two of the three beneath the dark crystal mm-hmm. um and I haven't read any of the because there's more about Deet and about um, Naya I believe and all those well, so what I was going to say was that the the Songs of the Seven Gelfling Clans, uh, mm-hmm. which for anybody who hasn't checked out um, Haley's videos yet, she oh, yeah. used, <laughs> you you used basically that book and the story of the, the song teller traveling to the different clans and like mm-hmm. getting all the knowledge about the seven clans. You used that yeah. as like a framing mechanism for your videos. Yeah. And you collaborated with another ASM artist um, mm-hmm. to portray the... Um, the song teller Mm -hmm. so he started out at the beginning like writing out you know his notes and sort of writing the book and then so each of the videos the viewer is portraying the song teller from that book and so yeah yeah, that was like the first thing I was like oh when I when I talked to her I need to know like what whose idea was that (laughs) um and then the the name of that other artist is is eluding me right now which I tingle smith Tingle Smith, thank you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and he's <laughs> wonderful as well. Um, he is. A lot of really, really, really great videos, and he was perfect as a as a Gelfling. I <laughs> very. I love very what well he did done. to his hair. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, shout out to Tingle Smith if um, if you're listening. That was really, really well done um, portrayal of the song teller. But mm-hmm. whose idea was that to, to, I mean, how did that happen? Do you just were reading the book and you're like, oh, this makes sense organically? What, what happened there? Um, um, so what usually happens, my brain is usually all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll usually have like one little seed of an idea and then it explodes into this huge thing. And then I have to like compart it into this mm-hmm. smaller thing that makes sense to other people. <laughs> and, Wait, there um, are people who don't think like that? <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean? Sorcery. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I basically, when I read that book I was like that would be a cool idea as to like not necessarily that exact character because I believe the the person uh, sorry the the girlfriend that writes the story is female so I figured I'd make just like my own version in a different time because I wasn't quite sure when that was set like if that was before Age of Resistance I mean it must have been because they were still talking fondly of the Skeksis and whatnot um so um so I had that idea and I was like okay well how am I going to portray the other clans that didn't have as much showtime mm-hmm. like I made these little um which I I actually never used in the video <laughs> um or in the videos I made this little like I don't know if that will show up very blue I made a little like spear oh, tip oh, oh. for oh. the um the drenching and I made That's um cool. a little uh like stonewood um thingy oh it's their schedule yeah (laughs) what did you make those out of um out of clay and then I let them air dry and I covered them in like golden paint that's awesome that's really cool I also have uh which time-wise wouldn't have made sense I realized I wanted to make the book um I don't know what that book is called when Brea says I demand the truth and then it opens and you know that triangular mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wanted to make the the cover, and then because uh, this was like a little thingy. We affectionately but... refer to that as the croissant in this community because <laughs> the croissant it looks like. 
so <laughs> yeah i made a few like i also made uh this one's kind of breaking but these were like four things that this was for the um the the oh the sprite and clan yeah right. and i i completely forgot to use them when filming and it really annoyed me because i was like but well, now you're showing them here, and uh, for any proof. of you who are just listening to this, go to our YouTube <laughs> channel and watch this so you can see those, um, because they're cool. So that's, yeah, so you are, you're, uh, the visual aspect of your creations, it's just like a very, very crucial um, part of it, because it would be very easy, I imagine, to just rely on your voice to, to do most of the work for you, because yeah. even just talking to you now, you naturally have just a very, like, chill, sort of deep voice of Thank you know you. <laughs> this person is friendly and calm and I would you know trust him and I live in a life, cave but <laughs> I mean in I wasn't basement. gonna go there but sure <laughs> a friendly cave dweller that's your aesthetic yes. you're welcome <laughs> um yeah but but you uh the visual aspect of your videos is very very impressive and that's not easy to accomplish when it comes specifically to the dark crystal because mm -hmm. it is such a specific look and yeah. it is very uh all-encompassing it's everywhere mm -hmm. and it would be very easy to sort of cross over into the realm of just looking weird and not right um, yeah it has to have just that right amount mm -hmm. of um fantasy and weird at the same time yeah. kind of happening. And I think you you did a really good job walking that line. And I know originally you. you were going to do seven entire videos for each, yeah. of, each of the clans and you ended up doing four, five? I did one uh, finale with the last three clans. So right, must have been, yeah. Because I figured it would be kind of a little drawn out because I feel like it always has to have it, um, like just from my perspective, I wanted it to be, a story that yeah that isn't drawn out and it's kind of I don't know how to explain but for my um Stonewood Gelfling I thought it would just be fun to have like this final conversation um with the song teller and I don't know I I thought if that were like a 30 minute video that might be a bit long because it would just be like reliving what has happened in the last video <laughs> and um I don't know I was just very nitpicky at my own ideas but um, it was definitely a challenge to create like a world within, because we never went to the Drenchen clan, to the Swamp of Sorg, um, and we never went to the Chris, well, we did, but not to like the base of the clan, I don't yeah, think. we traveled over the Crystal Desert, yes. but we didn't really <laughs> hang out there for very long. We so it was went. difficult to create backgrounds because I was like, yeah. well, I want this to look realistic, but I also, because I also, I was really, really adamant about not really wanting to use a green screen for deet i had to but it was like uh <laughs> like i tend to be very um perfectionist especially if it's something that is very much loved and very like yeah. close to people's hearts so it's like i don't want to mess it up for several <laughs> reasons my uh favorite of the series was actually where you portrayed annika um, oh yeah one i, love I already love that character very much um and the right off the bat when they first were revealing things about the different clans i mm -hmm. identified with the Seafin clan very very quickly um, i feel like they're the most inclusive of everyone they absolutely are <laughs> they they kind of were ahead of the game uh mm -hmm. you know before all the clans decide to sort of unify they were already kind mm -hmm. of doing that a little bit yeah um but also the 
you're talking about how you didn't want to use a green screen, but what mm-hmm. I liked about your your sort of seafin background is that there was a lot of like draped fabrics mm-hmm. and like layered textures behind you. And that makes yeah. perfect sense because that's sort of, you know, their little homes when they sort of set up camp on the beach, yeah. they have their tents with all the the draped fabrics, you know, it's mm-hmm. almost um, very like Romani inspired mm-hmm. and um, which is a community that I've actually spent a lot of time with personally in it. And it really, uh, I think that makes a lot of sense, like choices like that, that, that you make yeah. visually, like, uh, because it's very, it could be very easy to rely on a green screen. I uh, <laughs> am relying on a green screen right now to see my, <laughs> my laundry mess behind me, but, <laughs> um, but choices like that, you know, it, it made it feel like you were really taking us, you know, mm-hmm. to, to a place that you really were, you weren't just, you know, giving us some sort of trickery. Um, which of the videos ended up being your favorite one looking back on? Uh, I would say also Annika and Deet because, um, well, Deet simply because I love the character, but also it was the first time I tried on huge contact lenses and I was Mm -hmm. terrified of them. And I was like, I have to do it for this character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But Annika, because I don't know, I guess I like the the vibe of it and the... um, I don't know. I really wanted to create something where I thought, okay, if this were real and it were portrayed by real people, then I would want that to be what I have in my mind. And I feel like, um, I like Brea as well, but it was, I don't know. I'm just nitpicking, but, um, uh, yeah, I like the drenchen look that I did. I don't know. I kind of like them all, but I'd say Annika and Deed are probably my favorite. Would you say that it was more fun and or more challenging to portray characters that were already in the show, like playing Dee or playing Annika? Or do you think um, you preferred creating your own characters like you did for like the um, the, the Doosan clan, for example, where you created a whole new Gelfling? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I think it was in a way easier to have characters that were already there because I can kind of work with the tone of how they speak and the uh like the way they move and the way they like Brea gets excited really quickly in that scene like she does at the beginning of the of the um the series um yeah. and um i don't know i guess like creation wise i was it was pretty open to me what to do so i i think the most difficult part with the existing characters was getting the costumes right because there's no pattern i can sew things by and i'm also not very good at sewing but mm-hmm. um uh, I mean, the wigs were pretty simple, but the clothing, right. it's so specific and so just oh, like every every episode I watched, I was always like, oh, my God, look at the fabric. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so many layers and textures. <laughs> fabric yes. is such a huge part of Gelfling culture. I had to go online and, and look up all these different fabric places because, um, well, first of all, we were in a in a tight lockdown for most yes. of the time. So I was like, I can't even go anywhere to get fabrics. Indeed. So I had to kind of look up stuff online that somewhat looked like the original a little bit, um, which is one of the reasons I would, uh, I would have found it easier to order things from the US, but obviously shipping was difficult as well. So yeah. Eh, but yeah <laughs> and you are uh you are based in germany right yeah mm-hmm. for, for any listeners who 
we're unclear yeah. about that. Um, I very yeah. rarely have guests who are on my same side of the planet, <laughs> There's, which which I think is pretty cool that the time difference always trips me out. But um, yeah, so you're based in Germany, so you had to do, um, you know, sometimes you, is that an issue that you face a lot of the time having to have specific things shipped and they only come yeah. from far away? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, like when it comes down to fabrics or just... Um, I don't know, even if it's audio equipment. I mean, most of the time, like, microphone is fine, but, like, yeah, I guess fabrics and good wigs and yeah. um, just things that are very specific because I feel like although there's a lot of options here that you where you can buy things, it's either really, really expensive or it's just too toned down for me. I need things that are more vibrant and right. that have more texture and more, like, I don't know. Yeah, I Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you created an entirely new character for the Dusen clan, for example. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. What was the process of, of creating new characters like for you? Did you have ideas right off the bat of, you know, who you, what kind of character you thought you were going to make or what was the seed that you, that exploded? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically when I looked at, um, there's that scene where, uh, Celadon is introduced as like the new Ormodra or they're like discussing whether or not she should be right. and um, uh, I think the only Mordra who wasn't there was probably Mordra Argot I think mm -hmm. I believe yeah um, so when the uh, I'm gonna get everything mixed up now so when the I don't know their names unfortunately but the Dusen uh, Mordra the Dusen yeah the Dusen uh, Spriton and 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 uh, Drenchen and Seaford they were all like in this room together right. and I just looked at all these like sometimes just a fabric can inspire something and yeah. when I was looking at the costume out I was just like god there's like a, a whole backstory to why they look like this and mm -hmm. like for example the Drenchen like their facial features and stuff and yeah. I believe it said in in one of the books that their wings were more like amphibian so that they could yeah. swim better and that kind of thing so and um, gills yeah exactly and um yeah I think it was easy and it wasn't I guess because I didn't want to having not read all the comics I didn't want to make a mistake that would be like oh this is obvious that you're not a real fan <laughs> or oh, whatever no. Listen, I uh, forget the names of stuff all the time, not okay. for lack of knowing them. They exist in there somewhere. But just I just go. have squirrel brain. That's why I watch ASMR videos. And I go all over the place and I get so like overexcited thinking about all the different things I want to talk about that like mm -hmm. my brain will decide for me what is and is not important for me to remember in that moment. And names yeah, are like the first thing to go. So yeah. I... It is not an indication of uh, how big of a fan you are, nor is... I actually uh, have... Oh, wait, wait, why did I put it? Um, I have more to, treasures. Have She's going to gonna bring out more treasures now. I have the deep wig, I just realized. Oh, so, look at that! So wow. this was... It looks very, you know, but... It, <laughs> but I would know immediately that that was... So how did you make your deep wig? Did Obviously, you oh, didn't God. get a wig that was already a deep wig because... I oh no, that exists. Um, this was actually at the very beginning. It was like a, a curly blonde wig, mm -hmm. so I straightened it 
completely and then I put the little braids in and I did my very first fishtail braid which I was proud of um <laughs> and then I kind of cut the fringy bit and then poofed it up at the back a little bit I was actually thinking of adding like wool to make it more I guess textured but then uh-huh. I thought eh but um I was going to show the the do some thingy but I think I have to roll my chair away <laughs> yeah second <laughs> I'm alive. And I what survived the trip. Have you brought from your adventure? The little Dusen uh, headpiece, which is kind oh, of falling yeah. to bits, but so, oh, it makes nice sounds. Anyway, <laughs> for your it original Dusen character, yeah, she created a little headpiece, and it's full, it has bones all over it. It does. It has it's... bones and little beads out of um, clay and all sorts of stuff, and I figured. I would, because that was also a thing with the Doosan, because it said that they kind of like wrap up because of the heat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, how am I going to like cover? I don't know. It was it was a difficult process, but then I, I just threw something together. I didn't really sketch anything. I was just like, I want beads and I want bones, but I don't want to use real ones. <laughs> so I had so to make my own you, bones. So you were inspired, your Doosan character, by the Madra? Um, yes. Madra Sidi is the mm-hmm. um, the Madra of the Deucing clan, and she's one of my favorite uh, puppet designs. I wish we had mm-hmm. gotten more of her because of yeah. um, when they first were, you know, giving us hints and teases of different puppets before the show dropped, and they showed mm-hmm. us uh, Madra Sidi with her beautiful facial tattoos and mm-hmm. that headpiece she has on. I was like, yes. that is one of the most beautiful puppets I've ever seen in my life. And also um, the pearlescent like shimmer on her skin. I was like, yeah. I want that in real life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so understandable that that would inspire uh, you to do, mm-hmm. you know, to for informing the style of the character yeah. that you created. But yeah. then in terms of, um, you know, the mannerisms of the character mm-hmm. and the the events of the video sort of like we're we're doing a, a tattoo like a temporary tattoo to protect you from the sun when yeah. you're in the crystal desert like how what was the process like of coming up with those ideas it was it just sort of like you think of one thing and then it would be the next like on top of it how did that work out uh basically for the i'm trying to go through the ones that i that i did like in which um i can only think of the german word in what order there we go um <laughs> my brain does that sometimes so um so i figured like what are the main things that the clans like within the clan what what they're known for like what they do and um so for the two and i was like okay well supposedly they don't really speak much because it's hot and they want to like you know but i was like well i can't really do a video where i don't say anything <laughs> So I then then it makes sense organically why you would be whispering in that video. Yeah. I love that little reasoning you came up with. Like yeah. it's a whisper video because we're conserving energy. Yes. In the heat. That's like I had to stop from details. chilling out and pause it and just be like, that's a dang good idea. Smart. Actually, for the um for the spread, and I was a weeny bit disappointed because I mean it was just like a basic like measuring thing for the um festival of the what did I say it was was it uh something was it something to do with the sun or was it something with the rose I cannot remember anymore what I, I think said. it was the sun the, yeah. the festival of the of the three suns I think oh yeah yeah and and originally I planned to 
um, do like a full scene with make-believe foods that they would oh. make. Um, that's why that, that's why like ages back I was like I would love to see a cookbook <laughs> based yeah. on, but um, I thought well I I kind of don't want to waste because I was going to make like a huge set with loads of dishes and then I was like I kind of don't want to waste food, and I don't know if it would take too long in one filming session. Um, so I ended up like making it a measuring thing. Um, but I really would have liked to make things with um, different fruits from, right. you know, from those areas. And um, I also wanted to include like huyin, like fish in the seafood video. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't know if that would go together. But um, yeah, and for, the, for the drenchen, I, I also wanted to make that video longer, but things happened and I had loads of other things that I had to get done. And then I was, it was like a bit of a time thing yeah, yeah. um so that's why the <laughs> the top of the spear never got attached to the spear but um that's okay yeah it was kind of i don't know I, I i pretty much just wrote down like characteristics of each clan and was like okay how can i incorporate that into something relaxing yeah. and that's how i kind of piece things together and i figured the the song teller narrative would kind of um, pull them into a direction that makes sense story-wise and that people could easily follow along even if they didn't necessarily know the show. Yeah, yeah, or the definitely. Film. <laughs> um, something I think is cool about uh, your series is the fact that maybe somebody might come across it who isn't familiar with The Dark Crystal and yeah. it leads them to then discover the show and discover the movie. That's um, already happened. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few awesome. comments. That was so sweet. They were like, oh my God, I have to watch it though. And I was like, yes. So now you're doing <laughs> the good work that we're trying yes. to do. Like it, uh, yeah. Half of this, um, you know, the issue of why probably we didn't get a, a season two is just the fact that it's so difficult seemingly to get new fans who maybe are hesitant at the idea of a show where mm -hmm. everyone's a puppet just the concept of it is like so weird to, to people who don't normally consume that kind of content. And yeah. we know because we're fans and we know how awesome it is that if they would just watch it, mm -hmm. they'd get sucked in. And because after what, maybe like five minutes, you start to sort of not even think about the characters as puppets yeah. because there's so much. You forget. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Unless of course something, you know, especially artistic about the puppets distracts you as an artist and you think, wow, that's a great puppet. There's little yeah. moments of that. But at the same time, you know, that's that just adds to the experience. Um, yeah. But so anyway, a lot of us have this have this issue where we're like, I've been trying to get my family to watch it. Yeah. I had this, you know, I sat down and I forced my brother to watch it and now he's a fan. <laughs> but he, like so many people, um, they need a push to mm -hmm. just put it on and try something new. I forced my mom as well and yeah. she watched two episodes and she was like, there are too many names. I can't focus. Oh. I can't do it. Oh. <laughs> I tried, well, but my girlfriend crazy. loves it now. So that's another person. So that's good. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Yay. See, so you're, you're uh, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Lord. I made God. it my mission. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So you have a lot of things that you're like, oh, I wish I had done this or, you know, I oh, didn't yeah. get to include this little thing. Maybe you ran into time issues. Do you mm -hmm. see yourself maybe utilizing those ideas in the future and doing another Dark Crystal related video just 
you know, not necessarily as part of the series, but just to, to return to it when, when inspiration um, strikes, maybe. I think so. I mean, there were some ideas that I had where I was like, I definitely want to do that as well, but I figured that would be too long of a series. I'd have to make like a separate channel or something to do all that. Um, but I'm sure in the future, I'll probably do a video where I, um, where I wash the viewer's face and they're a podling. So I'm in the uh, oh. order of lesser service. Listen, I love that. And also uh, the hat would make my sounds because it's I got I was going to say that exact thing. Like <laughs> That would be fun for you to make that little hat, but yes. then it would make nice little uh, jingly yeah. sounds. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> All right. Listen, that's great. Uh, <laughs> make that happen. Um, yes. But then also, have you, have you since uh, watched the movie since discovering the show? Have you gotten to watch the movie yet? Yes, um, I actually bought a, actually no, it was gifted to me on my birthday a while back, so um, uh, I was gifted this like two set like DVD thing with the Dark Crystal and um, the Labyrinth, Aww. and so it was like a full movie day, yeah. um, and it was definitely interesting because I'd seen um, clips of it, I knew what had uh, happened at the end, I for some reason always thought that Kira just dies. And oh, I, no. I thought, I always thought that was the reason why people were so upset with the movie at the end. Aww. And then I was like, oh my God, she gets to live. Also the bit where um, the fist gig almost dies, that broke my heart because Falling I thought, the fire pit. wait a minute. <laughs> <Yes>. No, <laughs> no. It's like when I'm watching films with um, with people and then it's something that hurts the animals. I'm more upset about the animals yeah. getting hurt. Oh, ask anybody who knows me. I'm actually gonna gonna plug something I'm not affiliated with, but I use every day. Uh, DoesTheDogDie.com. I know, yeah. Oh my goodness! I never watch a movie without checking it because it tells mm -hmm. you whether or not an animal is harmed uh, in in a movie before you watch it. Like really straight to the point, just tells you like yes or no. Mm -hmm. um, gives like I think a they whole do it with video games though as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so important because yeah, yeah. I'll watch yeah. Uh, human beings get mutilated in like fiction me. all day long and watch horror, horror movies. <laughs> That's too. fine. Um, but don't but if you the, hurt dog. the dog. No. Do not hurt that fizz gig. <laughs> there will be problems. Um, yes. I will never watch your movie again. So <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Also, I don't understand <laughs> why filmmakers do it. It's like, yeah. why did you just want to piss me off? Or am I left? Oh, sorry. <laughs> but but what's interesting is you know that they still they still manage to create an emotional moment at the end of the movie there where yeah I think I mean for all intents and purposes Kira does die yeah in that moment and mm -hmm. it is a very serious very emotional to the point that even though Jen just watched the world get healed in front of him and he watched the Skeksis merge mm -hmm. and um he knows that the crystal is healed and technically he's completed his mission he almost like doesn't care about it because he's just yeah. so sad that he's lost kira so mm -hmm. the emotion is absolutely there uh, yeah even though they they ultimately bring her back but yeah if they hadn't uh brought her back that would have mm -hmm. completely uh just tainted the the entire tone of the ending then we wouldn't yeah. have cared that the world got saved either we'd care yeah. about kira yeah um, because really, it's like, I don't care that the grass is the green hero. again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Jen is Jen is painted out to be the hero, but we know Kira's really the, the heart of the movie. Yeah. Um, 
which so is uh, which leads into my next question, which I've I've asked you separately in private, but do you think you would do uh, a video based on the movie as opposed to Age of Resistance? Maybe oh, when yeah. you portray Kira? Definitely. I don't know what kind of uh, theme of the video it would be, but I mean, now that I've gone that far, I'm definitely probably going to do that as well. <laughs> Because, I, I mean, I'd have to get the costume right and all that. But anyhow, yeah, I think if you did a, a video as Kira, it would, uh, your energy would be very well suited for it because <laughs> you portray such a good deet. Um, Thank you. And you have, you have such a deet vibe about you. And I feel like <laughs> Kira and deet are so similar. They um, are. They really are. Wise. Yeah. I remember um, also, because we just talked about the scene where she, where she died, I mean, where not deep where um kira there we go where kira uh dies in that moment i remember watching the scene with my girlfriend who also hadn't seen the film yeah. and at that point because they'd been through so much she, she just went like oh wow i hate this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like oh wow i wasted my time yeah and then obviously when she then gets revived she was very happy but yeah. um it was also very much with Deet at the end of, of um, Age of Resistance. So I was like, why the baby? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And, you know, that's kind oh. of the biggest reason why we, uh, the biggest thing we want to see resolved in another season that people are the most up in arms about is that we need, yeah. to, we need to heal Deet now. And, mm -hmm. and you know, as we've discussed um you know, in our videos about what, what we think is going to happen next in the story, if there was going to be a season two, mm -hmm. um, I've basically landed on that. Yeah. The focus of it would be them trying to sort of heal the darkening and deet and save deet and that sort of yeah. thing. And, you know, we need to see that story in some form or another. Definitely. I remember seeing, uh, someone posted a theory online. Um, um, one of, one of the people in this chat was saying, well, I think the reason why it uh, not that many people watched it is because it's a prequel and they know what happens later on in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I was like, there is this scene where Augra says something like, this could be like completely far-fetched, but Augra says something like, I see all the paths before me or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this like a parallel dimension theory or something where maybe they don't all die? <laughs> because maybe. it would obviously be a very, very sad ending yeah. to to that second season if it did come out eventually yeah. but um I don't know like that was an interesting theory for me because there have been so many franchises that have parallel dimensions where things yeah you know are different so in or, my heart that's you know there's there's <laughs> so much ab about the rest of Thra that we don't necessarily know yeah. about either and mm -hmm. you know when Jen first meets Kira they both are convinced up until that point that they were the last one and they were yeah. wrong. So mm -hmm. it is highly possible that the rest of the Gelfling aren't necessarily all dead. They could just be somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. In you hiding know, or, yeah. Yeah, there's still a question to be answered there at that point. So mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that we know what happens. Yeah. We know what happens according to the Skeksis, really. We know their version True, of the story yeah. and we know how mm -hmm. reliable they are. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of storytelling you know they, yeah. they, they lie about everything um so yeah abs absolutely agree um mm. but yeah yeah think think on what you might uh, do if you played kira because kira as all of the listeners know is my girl that's my princess <laughs> um there's probably a, a tally somewhere of people taking taking note of how many times i mentioned the fact that my cat was named <laughs> kira 
Um, a dark crystal bingo. My everything. <laughs> yeah. Make a drinking game every time Sydney mentions her cat. Take a shot. Um. <laughs> I might even be able to use the same wig. Actually, another thing that I wanted to show, which is so random, but um, I was actually thinking about making a little fizz gig. Um, but then I ended up, again, because of the fabric, there was no way I could create anything. But um, what I wanted to show was even like shortly before I watched um, Age of Resistance, mm -hmm. I'd made, because um, I tend to watch The Muppet Christmas Carol even in summer because I'm just that person. But um, <laughs> so I was like, I should make a Muppet, like I should make one. Mm -hmm. And, um, or I should make like my own version of something. So I made this little thing called Mr. Poofy Puff. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I am beside myself waiting to see Mr. Poofy Puff. I can't um, get my hand into his mouth properly. He's not sewn very well. I mean, well, let me just, okay. So here he is. Okay. Uh, excuse me. He is wonderful. <laughs> I officially I demand if you are listening to this podcast right now and not watching it, <laughs> Get out, download this to listen to it later. Get out and go to the video and watch this so you can see. Or maybe we'll I'll post screenshots of Mr. Ploofy Puff in the description. So there's no way around it. The world needs to know. He's actually um, in a video. He's in um I made um like a Halloween special last year and he was um I made like a monster hotel thing um, oh. where I'm the receptionist and I check in this monster person and then I get phone calls in from some of the people that um, are living in the hotel. And so Mr. Ploofy Puff or Mr. Ploof, he is um, one of the assistants. So um, it's it's kind of been oh. me memed a bit um, and he goes around. plans are sorted. <laughs> it's called Welcome to the Monstel. Okay. Um, and um, basically he goes from room to room and then he has a tiny little notepad <laughs> and he's like, hello, and he has that voice. So he has the oh. uwu voice oh. Can you help. And um, yeah, so he became a bit of a, a meme on my on my channel. And um, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because um, it makes I made perfect it, sense. Yeah, and you made him it was. It. It was a shame that I couldn't make a fizz gig on, on time because, again, the fabric issue and also I don't know how the noises could have been relaxing. <laughs> so, what if, okay, now now we're going to brainstorm your Kira video because okay. I just had a great, a great idea. What if the video was about Kira trying to put a fizz gig to sleep? Oh, Like maybe the audience, maybe you are the fizz gig. And you're like grooming the hair and, yes. you know, trying to get the fizz gig to relax. I'm like, shh, no, oh, calm down. And yes. maybe you would have your own. And little... you can see some fluff in the, in the corners of the yeah. youth, like, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you could, you know, make your own puppet fizz gig that is sleeping yes. and you'd be like, see, be more like your brother. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. So, you know, just. I just add that into your I notebook. Think about it. Toy around with some <laughs> ideas. Um, I, I won't need a check or anything. I'm, I'm happy to know it exists. <laughs> oh, that would so, be adorable. I need all the fabric. I just, I just want to make more. <laughs> yeah. So you are, you are definitely our people, um, fellow Yeesh. creator, um, puppet enthusiast, um, uh, fabric Very much nerd. So. <laughs> a lot of a lot of fabric nerds among us are crystal fans um yeah because i could so spend all day in a fabric shop yeah yeah absolutely 
Absolutely. So in terms of when you're going to make a video, starting mm -hmm. from here's my idea for a video, here's, you know, I'm going to sit down and write it out what I want to do up until, you know, getting everything that I need for the video. Is it yeah. basically more or less the same process of creating um, a video for, for all the videos or is it different depending on what, what you're doing? Um, it depends. Like if it's um, just a regular, like, I don't know, alien abduction, medical checkup kind of thing, um, then it's pretty much just me rambling and being like, okay, we have to check this. And like, it, it ends up being half an hour every time somehow. Um, <laughs> but um, your internal clock is, is on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually like checking on the, like, um, what do you call it? On the recorder. I'm like, uh -huh. oh yeah. Okay. Half an hour. Um, so I don't really need any uh, preparation time for that. But if I'm planning out something that has, um, because those are like original characters and a medical thing, there's no really a thing to go by unless you want to be like super precise with the names of things. But right. if I want to do, for example, one of my next things that I plan to do, which is probably again, way too much thought into going into it. I wanted to um, make a video, like a measuring you video for Wizard Cape for, do you know Nino Kuni game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I basically That's wanted awesome. to make... I wanted to make the little wizard's compendium and I wanted to make the little flask where he has all those little emotions in or like the little yeah, yeah. heart bits. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so if I'm doing that, I have to think about what set to use because I'm not going to use green screen for that. I have like a backdrop that looks like like wooden panels. Okay. And I thought so I could cool. like, yeah, I could go to Ding Dong Dell or whatever it's called and um, be just a person who helps the main character Oliver like dress more appropriate for their world and stuff um cool. so if I'm doing that kind of thing it takes um like I don't know three days or something but if I'm doing something like I don't know I did a Harry Potter themed diagonally project ages ago and that took a few months <laughs> because I did well, multiple you played characters a lot of different characters in that one right you yeah were, like, you were, and like, I made a little different um, witches yeah and I made a little um oh what are they called again I can again only think of the German name. Oh. Wands? Or no, the, the the little um in herbology class, the things that scream. What are oh, they? Mandrakes. mandrakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made a little mandrake and unfortunately it broke because I oh. gave it to my parents to put into the garden and then they had a hailstorm and literally like a week oh, later. <laughs> his face happens. was left like, <laughs> like, like I hate so it when sad. the weather kills my mandrakes. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> but at least he's quiet now yeah <laughs> so there's that yeah uh how long did it take you to do each of the uh the dark crystal videos from you know were, um, were they all sort of different because they were different levels of difficulty or was it kind um, of a system I think um the one that probably took the longest uh well makeup wise was DEET definitely because I didn't know how to like block my eyebrows and stuff mm -hmm. um <laughs> Um, and also apply paint on, on top. I didn't know how to do that. Um, and I had to sew the costume, which people thought kind of looked like Shrek, where I was like, no, that's not what I'm going for. You know what? I blame our generation for just thinking Shrek anytime we see I green. Know. I don't think I that know. was your fault. I didn't think you looked like Shrek at all. I just blame our main generation oh, for that. It okay. was definitely deep. 
Good, Pay no mind was, to the trolls. Because <laughs> I was like, I even put the holes in the arms like she has. Yeah. But, but um, I think for the setup, I'd say um, probably, I don't know if it was, it probably was Annika because I usually do like even bigger sets than that, but I also didn't want people to not focus on the makeup aspect <clears throat> and like get too lost in the background. Yeah. So it was difficult to juggle, but I'd definitely say Annika probably took the longest with draping all the fabric and like um like clamping it onto the like thing that I have that holds my green screen. Yeah. Um, um yeah. Basically How anything long did that with would the... take from drafting the ideas up until actually sitting down and filming. Um, how um, long was that process, would you say? Um, well, I pretty much filmed everything kind of in bits. So um, if there were like, um, I don't know, like uh, scenes of, of her touching the, the little um, box and like lighting the candle, like I would do yeah. that a month prior. <laughs> and okay. then, so I'd say the whole project took about four months or so. Okay. I think all together, but I also put things off all the time because I'm like, no, that's not good enough. Like I'm, I can't, I, I can't film that character today. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the process. That's absolutely part of. Yeah, it. I, I think if that. I really tried hard, I could have probably done it in like two weeks or so. Right. But I tend to just like draw things out because I get too perfectionistic, perfectionist, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the way of the artist, though. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely understand. Definitely, um, yeah. Well, then, as uh, from one. Uh, old school Dark Crystal fan to a, a new sort of Dark baby. Crystal baby. Uh, my recommendations to you now for uh, what to explore next in the series. If you were a fan of the the Song of the Gelfling Clans books mm -hmm. that inspired your series, um, I would highly recommend you get the the young adult novels. Then that uh, they're written by the the same writer, J. M. Lee. Um, oh, who's been okay. A guest on our show. But they're they're amazing novels. There's um, there's four of them, and they're wonderful. The Shadows of the Dark Crystal is the first one, and oh. they take place at the same time as Age of Resistance, but oh, from okay. the perspective of different characters. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like you're seeing the same events happen, but like at, in different parts of Thra. For example, mm -hmm. two of the books are from the perspective of Naya is the main character oh. and so mm -hmm. there's a lot more time spent in the swamp of sog mm -hmm. um there's a there's i mean there's time spent everywhere like if you came away from nice. major resistance feeling like <laughs> i wish we had been in more. the swamps more i wish we had been in the yeah. deserts more and seen more of the culture mm -hmm. um though these books definitely um they do that for you they take you everywhere so the nice. the, the young adult <laughs> novels uh from by Lee, shadows of the dark crystal that's that's where you need to go next and then also the creation myths comics which are about like way 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 before age of this is about like the creation oh. of thra um, oh with um with the Urskex and Roundup and yeah yeah um so that's that's my my next step for you, I think, where you should go next if you're itching for more Dark Crystal or more yes, inspiration please. for more content, <laughs> that's definitely where you should head next. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners were like already Agreed. ready to make comments about go read the YA <laughs> novels, go get creation myths, blah, blah. So yeah. I got you covered. Uh, nerds, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I have more um, to inspire me to make more. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, totally. I think uh, that about covers everything, and I I'm so glad that you were able to come and hang out with uh, hang out with me today and 
Thank you for having me. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're very welcome. I'm so excited. Um, it is so awesome that we're able in this community to mutually support each other mm-hmm. and to uh, hype each other up in our own creative endeavors. And yes. it's, you know, us doing things like this that keep the franchise going and mm-hmm. make it so that it's always relevant and it's never fully over, no matter what they cancel. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. It's it's not dead. It's not done. It's still happening. And we have, I mean, even ballets look forward to now. The ballet now, like yeah. how crazy is that? Like, I know. I'm so excited. I need to uh-huh. find a way to get to England um, <laughs> because I, I, that's that's worth it. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. like I cannot wait <laughs> to see uh, if if they end up putting that in theaters or anything. If they that would be really post cool. it somewhere to buy if if you're not able to get to mm. London. I just, but just the fact that it exists, more Dark Crystal content is yes. there. Um, <laughs> the world is never fully done. Is it based on the events in the in the film, or is it based? That's on... sort of unclear. I mean, oh, the, okay. the, yeah, we we don't have that much information about as of the time that we're recording this. Anyway, um, mm. whenever this gets posted, that might change. Hopefully, but at the time that we're recording this, uh, the official statement that they released just like two days ago, mm. um, basically just said, you know, based on the movie, but incorporating new puppets and uh expands on it a little Mm -hmm. so like it was it was written kind of vaguely so it's like yeah it hinted that maybe it was based on the movie except that it has it's called the odyssey of the dark crystal or dark crystal odysseys so it's like it's probably more than the movie but we don't know exactly how much more so i'm very excited to to find out um Mm -hmm to find out more about that. And, and we also don't know exactly when it's happening. We just know it's mm. sometime either at the end of this year or, or next year, because it's the 2021-2022 season. Mm. So who knows? We're all on the edge of our seats waiting. On them, so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll send us tickets. You and me will go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so, would be really nice. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much. Uh, for any listeners, I mean, we're going to link everything in the description uh, where Haley's channel is, but she's Oopsie Daisy ASMR. Uh, you can find yes. her on YouTube, on Instagram. Where else? What else? Where else do you want to direct our listeners Everywhere. to find you? Um, uh, I do Twitch. That's not role plays. That's just like live stream stuff. Um, it's you. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah what did we mention? Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Patreon, which I post like behind the scenes stuff. Um, and I think that's it. Awesome. I have Teespring, but that's not important. <laughs> I mean, matters. anything you want to plug so we can support <sighs> you, I will not shame you at all. Go for it. Please <laughs> oh, no, the, the others are more important than the Teespring. That's very outdated. That's like very old artwork. We're just going right. to ignore that. <laughs> if it makes you a buck and supports you, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> So yeah, oh. we'll, we'll link uh, everything in the description below. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, make sure you go check out this video on YouTube um, yeah. so you can see the amazing creations that that Haley has shown off, um, including Mr. Fluff. I already Ploof. <laughs> Ploofy Puff. <laughs> Ploofy Puff. <laughs> Clearly the highlight of this whole episode anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time on Trial by Stone. I've been Sydney. Thanks so much for listening.
you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.